Yes, indeed. It's the expert. You are now listening to Crush a Lot Podcast with G's So Love Day dropping knowledge from Dublin to New York. All we do is crush a lot. Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, and as always, my right hand man, all yes, the way sir. from Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Sir Loveday, how are you? I am great, man. Uh, well, I'm good. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I'm okay. I'm okay. We'll yeah. update the audience where we are. Shout out to Kalina, who is um, out, still recovering from her vacation. I'm stunting yes. on, on Twitter. Well, she was hitting up Mexico and she's doing some other things down in Miami. So she'll be on the next episode, um, sure. you know, but she's definitely uh, sends her best to everyone. Thank for everyone who's checking out the show. Yeah, uh, I mean, like the, the numbers have been pretty, 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 pretty good for us. And we appreciate everyone who checks it out, sends a like, sends a retweet, uh, reaches out to email, um, anything to support the show. We appreciate it. So shout outs to you. And as always, yeah. hit us up on our on our email crush at podcast at gmail.com we have a bunch i have a bunch of inventory of new swags that we give out for free for anybody who wants some some cool and amazing uh right. t-shirts and and um tanks and a bunch of other goodies uh, let us know um we're more than happy to send it out to you but we wanted to talk about something pretty serious so we're going to continue the art mc and we're going to finish that off in the next episode um we were gone last week due to memorial day we needed a little break um yes. but we wanted to take advantage of maybe uh, we wouldn't say it's a hot topic but it's an ongoing topic that mm-hmm. i think because of some of the news that came out today as of tuesday the fifth what's today the fifth yeah we wanted to talk about because i know i'm passionate about it based on my own experience Absolutely. i know you are as well so i love that and that's mental health and particularly yes. um looking at some of the news regarding earl sweatshirt mm-hmm. um who is one of my favorite up and coming i wouldn't say my up and coming anymore but he's one of my favorite right. mcs and his two projects that he released are some of mm-hmm. my favorites in the last five years yeah. um if people who don't know the news about Earl Sweatshirt, who, who if you don't know who Earl Sweatshirt is, Earl Sweatshirt, Earl Sweatshirt is a LA-based MC mm-hmm. out of the outfit of Odd Future, which is Tyler the Creator, um, yep. Frank Ocean, Haji Beats, Left Brain, yes. The Internet, and yep. some yep. of those names are synonymous with some of the best music out there in the last five to seven years. Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. Grammy nominated, The Internet yep. had a fabulous couple of fabulous albums Sid the Kid of course Um, the front of that incredible Frank Ocean do I have to say more about that and you have some of the more B-level acts like Haji Mm -hmm. Bees like uh, Mellow Hype like Left Brain who also put out some good work uh, Donald Genesis as well and Earl Swesher is in the middle of A and B he's not a B and he's not an A he's like a a B plus (laughs) Uh, but he has uh, even in his work has always struggled with anxiety and depression and he's a young man and we wanted to really mm-hmm. look at that or give us our, give you our perspective our naive perspective <laughs> um especially yeah. when it comes to music and male perspective so so love they let me pose a question to you mm-hmm. um 
where are you in the scope of thinking about mental health and how does that infiltrate your life? As, as, um, so, as revealing as you want to be, because we're not here to expose people, but, you know, I, you know me, I'll put myself out there. I'm pretty transparent. But absolutely. where are you with mental health and how it infiltrates you? Uh, so for me, I've, I am one of those who grew up very much with uh, an atypical, uh, you know, upbringing, but still flooded with the typical trappings of growing up in a very poor, rough, violent neighborhood, you know, like mine, which is Brownsville, Brooklyn. Um, and so I had the typical, I had some of the typical uh, concepts of mental health, which is first, no concept at all for many years. Um, and then second, the idea that uh, if you even have to think about, talk about consider or, or you know have to do anything consciously to work on your mental health then that means something's wrong with you and you're not normal and you know you you need to be excluded and you're not a part of uh the bigger group because you're different in an oddity and that there's something specifically wrong with you um but over time i've come to see and understand that mental health is really just another aspect of your overall health and well-being it's just another part of the multi-sided coin you know you have many different aspects to your life and being mentally healthy is a part of it and a lot of that where it may go wrong or where we may start to see and want to focus on it is where we see the negligence where we see the shortcomings um, but for me in my life it's been something where once I started to discover what it is it became a process of trying to understand you know just how much I'm negatively impacting uh, my frame of mind and my well-being mentally uh, by some of the things that I choose to do or not to do um, and with you know the recent um, and although I say recent every time, which is because that's how it feels to me, um, despite it having been years ago, uh, the recent loss of my dear brother, um, uh, Dwayne, and then all of the things that trickled down and became an issue because of that, uh, and the, the seeing the fractures and the cracks, you know, in my own. Uh, abilities mentally and my own cognition and my own struggle to to on how I see myself or see the world around me uh, afterwards became a big part of how I realized the importance of you know taking care of and nurturing your mental health as a part of your overall existence uh, so so that's where I am kind of right now I'm in a place where I now now I see it now I see where I have you know, failed myself. Um, and I'm seeing where I can strengthen myself and improve myself, um, where I need to start taking those steps to help. Um, and by seeing that, I'm starting to see where I need to do the same, you know, for those around me. Um, and it's the work that I'm doing, you know, inwardly at home, 
I'm trying to carry that same work outward um, into my community, into the young people and the adults and that I work with, you know, and help everyone get to where they need to be. Yeah, that's pretty powerful stuff there, Sir Lovely. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, we've known each other for years, so I'm privy to some of those uh, Mm -hmm. struggles. And, you know, the passing of Dwayne was definitely harder on some other individuals. I know Dwayne, but it didn't hit me like that. Um, But I did have my own Mm -hmm. big loss uh, a little over a year ago that really made my awareness of my mental health. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in the forefront of my thinking and a priority for me because most of my life I have never considered myself depressed or Mm -hmm. having anxieties or Mm -hmm. any suicidal thoughts or anything like that I've never had them Um, and that's before my realization that I probably did Mm -hmm. and I didn't classify it as that right, right right i had social anxieties um mm-hmm. growing up i didn't know that i just thought i was a loner but it was a social anxiety i dropped out of school because of it i couldn't be around people for an extended period of time this is true now right. most people who see me see me as this you know people person but that's i'm, I'm performing i'm dying to get out of there right <laughs> you know like I, I can't wait to put my headphones on and not talk to people I don't like the negotiation of it. It's too much. Mm -hmm. Too much expectations, too much negotiation. And it's just, and it's safer. It it, it is safer to be alone, right? So for for me, that was how I coped with it. So I was never really triggered because I was always by myself as a guard. Even within relationships I had, I was still distant and didn't really allow myself to be vulnerable in any way that made sense for the relationship right right i think it really started dawning on me when my education for mental health really started with my best friend anthony who i saw literally lose his mind and i did not know what was going on and like this were times my, my dude lived like three blocks away from me he would run from his house to my house i'm like yo why are you running to my house for Right. And he's like, yo, but the, like, you don't see the like the zombies coming after me? Like, no, bro, no, no, what, what, what are you? Right. Did you drink or something? Like, I didn't understand that what I was seeing was, was the beginning on. of yeah, of his right. schizophrenia, his paranoid schizophrenia. And obviously, mm-hmm. he got admitted, and 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 that he's been admitted several times through the many many years, and he fought with it, and and many times he had many victories. Um, right. And people who don't know anything about schizophrenia or anything of that nature, most, you know, there's no real way of identifying these things, but there is a very strong consensus that is triggered. And we're putting the information out there for you could know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's not, we're sharing this for you could know. We want you to know. And it does happen between early teenage years and early 20s, which is, happens to be the years that most scientific leaders, uh, sociologists and stuff like that, associate as the high stress period in people's lives. This is yes. a, a years of transition, preparation or not being prepared for the next parts of your life. The most stressful, you need outcome, you need the job, you need the degree, you need all these things. Mm-hmm. You're fighting with your body. Social acceptance is a lot of triggers there. And yeah. it's the most stressful part. And somewhere in that stress, your body 
triggers these defense mechanisms that could manifest as schizophrenia, bipolar, anxiety disorder, eating disorders, um, and all types of neuroses could come out of these stress defense mechanisms because your body is telling you, well, you can't be in this reality is too much. Mm-hmm. Now, some of it can be passed down generationally, right? So yes. if your family has a history of mental health, most likely you're, you're more privy to it. Right. So knowing that, because it's most important. of most of these things don't get diagnosed so afterwards. There's no mm-hmm. system in place to relieve that stress beforehand. Um, yeah. Unless you have a really aware family and support system. So mm-hmm. seeing Anthony go through that and not knowing what it was, it was, it was jarring. Yeah. I didn't know who this, this was a straight aid on the road high school student. And by the time the second year college kid come, came, you know, second year college came, he was constantly admitted and lost all his skill sets that he acquired and turned into something mm-hmm. else. And schizophrenia, and most people who got admitted get also fears mm-hmm. of the hospitals yeah, and they don't so want to shower they don't mm-hmm. want to do a lot. They don't want to take needles. They forget a lot mm-hmm. of things. And it's all usually associated with depression and anti-anxiety stuff. It's just not one thing. So yeah, helping yeah. him get through that and being, yo, my dude was a fun, loving dude. So mm-hmm. even within those things, I was, we were able to, you know, play games and stuff like that and just have a good time, go to shows and have a good time. But it was yeah. increasingly harder as his, his will and mm-hmm. the, being exhausted of fighting and wanting to be normal when it was hard. But I'm not going to get to all the family dynamics, but, you know, both his parents died and he was the only child. And yeah. the truth of the matter is he ate his way through it. Um, and I apologize for anybody who feels offended, but, right. you know, he ate himself to death. He was a big dude. He was like 400 pounds and, and he died at a young age of 30, 30, 31, admitted mm-hmm. in the hospital. Yeah, and pretty much he wanted to die, mm. and didn't want and stop taking his medicine for he could go into a schizophrenic moment, which he did. And I admitted him myself, and two weeks later he was he, he didn't make it. And yeah. um, so ever since that moment, and uh, apologize for being long winded, um, <laughs> is course, when yeah. grief. I understood what grief was. It was the first person that. I love genuinely that affected me physically and mentally for a long time. I mean, so I'm still going through it now. Um, and so that's when I started really feeling anxieties and, and, uh, depression, a deep depression, yeah. um, which most people don't like my family doesn't know, like no one really knows unless if you listen to the show, like the person who probably right. knows the most is my partner <laughs> and you. Yeah. And the audience, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but the, the, for, for me, it manifests in not wanting to be around people. Yeah, sleeping a lot, which I really mm-hmm. don't have time to do. Uh, yeah. I don't abuse drugs. I don't do drugs. I don't really drink. Um, but it became this thing was like, wow! I felt, I felt alone again, even in a room mm-hmm. full of people, and it was quiet. It was still too noise, noise, noisy for me. Right. Right. Um, which sucks when you work with people, you know. It's very tough when you have a <laughs> for your living, a... <laughs> you know. Um, and on top, you know, but 
I was getting a grip of it, and you know, the podcast does help a lot. Um, yeah. You know, strangely, I'm able to get away and escape through. I play a lot of video games, like. Mm-hmm. I'm a guy, so that's a part of what me and Anthony did. So there's a natural tendency to do that, of course. Um, and I'm going some some new stuff is popping up that is also bringing up some anxieties mm-hmm. as well that might be harder than even the death. Yeah. And that's and that's you know I'm not gonna talk about it on air, but I do yeah, think sure. that there's some stuff that's coming that is intense where I can mm-hmm. already tell I'm already getting the migraines. I'm yeah, already definitely. getting the like, oh my god, I want to run away. I'm getting right. and like I feel all this pressure, mm-hmm. and I feel I feel it physically. So it's one of those things when Earl Sweatshirt comes up and he's and and there's you know he canceled his tour dates because he's suffering from anxiety and depression, and mm-hmm. also he's grieving for the death of his father. It just yeah. hit me in a way that was like, man, I just want to go give this guy a hug. Like I generally yeah. just had the, I wish I could just at him, and be like, mm-hmm. and show some level of compassion and let him know that he's not alone, and I fully, fully understand. Yeah. And so, from a compassion kind of perspective, it's where I was at. Now, saying that yeah. hip hop music, because that's what we talk about, right? We talk about hip hop yeah. music For is sure. in a funny place. Yes, it is. When it comes to mental health, I don't mm-hmm. think it's avoiding the conversation. Not a hundred percent avoiding it. No, but we have to break some of the hip hop trappings to get there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, absolutely. In your perspective, sir, love day. Thank you for just listening to that. Rant. Yeah, sure. Um, where do you see hip hop going with mental illness conversation? Where would you like it to go? What are some of the mm-hmm. things hindering that to get to a place where we can really support our young men and women in creating and living productive long lives, but also having dialogues about mental health? Well, I think uh, for one, hip hop right now is in the position where there are those various artists of different levels of you know popularity who are delivering content directly related uh, to their understanding of their own uh, mental health and those around them, um, and on and on different levels of that understanding and of that uh, and the extremes of how that works. You know, so you you may have you know one artist who's you know giving you a song about you know them considering suicide and then you may have another artist just talking about you know them dealing with the fact that they recognize they're consciously aware that they're lonely and that they're doing things that they otherwise wouldn't be doing simply because they're lonely you know and even just those things i think is a a huge step forward for hip-hop considering you know in comparison to the hip-hop we were getting in you know 1988 or 1978 um this is quite different uh the fact that that's even out there and readily accessible and that some of those guys are you know fairly big artists kanye um, west comes to mind earl sweatshirt kanye talk about west, it. talks earl about sweatshirt, it a lot. um tyler the creator um andy minio uh even even uh kid Jay-Z, cuddy guys like kid cuddy you know, guys who talk about, 
you know, might not get as deep into some of the more complex issues, but even just talk on some of the basic stuff, like facing their own egos, you know, um, and dealing with the realities that they're harming themselves just because they're trying to be cool um, and trying to be down with everybody that's around them. Uh, so I think it's great that that's there. Uh, for me, what I'd like to see going forward is I'd like to see our hip hop publications, uh, the magazines, the media outlets, the television shows, the radio stations, the radio hosts, the blogs, the Instagram pages, etc. You know, the hip hop DXs and and world star hip hops of the world. Dead and hip hop. Uh, Shout out, to IS, shout out to yes. IS Jones. We appreciate you and what you do out there. Absolutely. Um, and even those who, you know, are, are a part of the hip hop culture, but may not paint themselves as that what's the, what they're about first, you know, like uh, like all deaf digital, you guys are hip hop. We know that's what you're about. Uh, even if you may be comedy first, it's hip hop, you know, based comedy. Um, those guys, I want to see them stop promoting or slow down how much they promote uh, the demonizing of awareness of your mental health. I want them to stop, you know, making it okay to make fun of that guy because he realizes something's wrong with him. I want them to stop promoting and supporting the ideas that, well, because you did this thing or because you have this issue or you're facing that struggle, that means you're weak or there's clearly something wrong with you or you're less than. You don't deserve to be up here in this place or in that place or in that position. I'd like to see that end. Um, and I'd love to see some some real encouraging, some real, some real cool, simple hip-hop that actually just talks about how cats are dealing with what they're dealing with. You know what I mean? Um, I enjoy hearing uh, guys like uh, uh, Tyler, the creator, or even as a kid, I used to love hearing um, Jay-Z and hearing these, uh, a bunch of these, you know, street guys, the Sean Prices and et cetera. They give you all of that uh, super, I'll punch you in your face. I think, I think I'm tough street stuff, but back then jay and rakim um they didn't spit superhero drug dealer rap <laughs> when they did their drug dealer rap when ghostface and was talking about it when cat when uh, uh inspector deck is giving you the story of what's going on in the hood they're not telling you from the superhero untouchable drug dealer position they're telling it to you from yo this is the reality this is realistic and guess what i struggle with this and it sucks and i know it's insane that i'm only smoking this weed because it's the only time that i'm allowed to not think about all of the things that are out to kill me uh but that's exactly the only reason why i'm still smoking like this and i wish i could stop the next generation from following my steps but the moment i try to tell them hey you shouldn't smoke weed like this you shouldn't be drinking out here like this this is just diverting your attention from the growth uh, and overcoming of the pain that you have in your life they don't want to hear it they ignore me you know i wish we could highlight those guys for doing that and stop reducing them to oh they just kick drug dealer raps like no cream was helpful to me <laughs> you know what i mean cream was very useful to me as a teenage kid uh you know big 
talking about, you know, uh, his position and, and of course, saying uh, of, of my, my mother told me she got cancer in her breast. Of course, I'm stressed. <laughs> Those moments were were big for a, for a kid like me who felt the pressure of having to try and defend a family, you know, because our father isn't here to defend this family. My older brother is great and he's a great dude. And as much as I want to be like him and I want to follow in his steps, I also realize that I don't get the sense from him when I see him of tough guy gangster. I don't see that he's about to step up and punch the next man in the face. He'll do it. I don't doubt that he'll follow along, but usually I'm the first to throw that punch or I feel like I'm going to have to be the first to throw that punch, you know, and that was a, that's a real pressure as a teenage kid who also just wants to like sit back and read his books and listen to his Bach and his Beethoven and all the rest of it. You know what I mean? So it's it's a it's a bunch but i really wish that we could get to those places where those things are recognized uh when those artists deliver that that they're supported for it that they're appreciated for it and that we give those guys their time of recognition and shine and praise and support for that part of what they're doing because i think that can really help us to accept and include you know the mental health portion of the discussion in yeah. what in everything we do. Agreed. Those are all good, good points. I, I think the mental health conversation, not only in hip hop but outside of hip hop, even in its own scientific medical field, is mm-hmm. hasn't really come into the limelight until Absolutely. maybe five years. So even the discussion is maybe the science it might have been there, but just the yeah. notion of changing the conversation between this kid has ADD versus this kid is. The, the in external environment, home environment is creating some of these things. There's so many variables in there yes. that instead of yes. saying that this person is out of whack, is actually looking at all the environmental conditions that produce mm-hmm. this, especially yes. amongst black and brown folks who are under the most stress just to live. Yeah. Right? Now, that doesn't exclude people who are in a different class because that looks... Also different because I mean, as of today, the today we had one of the top designers, uh, Kate Spade, suicide yeah. herself. This is like a fifty-five-year-old rich woman. Yes. So, and a lot of that I'm sure will come out is related to mental health. Chad, Chad, um, Chad Chester, uh, from from Lincoln Park. Yeah. Same yeah. thing, and so this has been prevalent in all types of other music, rock and rolls. Uh, rock music is is notorious for things like this. Kurt sure. Cobain, all those things were all mental health related, without people saying it's mental health. People just like oh, right. it's emotional. They're in their feelings. They, it's like now right. we're able to say this is a mental health issue, and there's different Absolutely. parts of it. And I think that's a step forward. I, is is it sad that it took this mm-hmm. long? Sure, but yeah. I think all these kind of diagnoses and understanding what it is takes time to get really up the food chain into communities mm-hmm. and then government and then funding and things like that and it actually mm-hmm. has to become an epidemic crisis for the for if people don't really understand that sure how it works in order for money to go to the, all these programs and and research and stuff they needs to be like it needs to be categorized as a as a crisis by the uh, the general health attorney yeah and, and even that's crazy 
Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, has to be an sure. epidemic in order to put money back into the community to, to mm-hmm. help this. And yeah, uh, like that's what happened with decreed. opioids. Um, opioids abuse. Yep. Uh, which is a stem of, by the way, mental health. The shootings mm-hmm. are an ex- extension of mental health. Um, and one of the people we talked about in our ODB uh, examination of his life is that he showed all the signs of mental health and a lot of people around him did not Mm-hmm. see it as Recommend. mental health or, or do something about about it they just like that that's dirty being paranoid but he right. suffered from from mental oh, yeah. he I'm sure that he was a schizophrenic paranoid paranoid schizophrenic I'm, I'm 100% yeah. sure of it and Biggie was too <laughs> Biggie was too uh, my dude paranoid. had paranoia issues there's the early yeah. signs of mental health anxieties he felt he Absolutely. was going to die yeah, all the time. And I think we need to get to a place in hip hop. I think we're getting there where we stop mocking that, right? And putting it as a weak thing versus let's get people help and change the environment that we're in that we can still create and produce and still have the spirit of hip hop, but not drag right. the health of our young talents out like this because mm-hmm. it's 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 important to have our artists be a vessel to spread a lot of this message about what I think should be compassion when it sure, comes to sure, so true. So now true. Um, I wanted to highlight one individual and it's, it's no be definitely no secret to you and we talked about this person many times in the show For sure. but I wanted to go back a little bit about um, I'm talking about Andy Mineo. He had he was on he was doing the friends and family tour Andy Mineo, Words Play, Social Club Misfits. And um, yeah. I've hanged out with Andy Mineo a few times. Um, his house, his uh, tour DJ, um, Ray Rock, is family, like my family. Um, yeah. So there's a connection there. So I'm biased when it comes to him. I like him. Yeah. He's a good dude. Uh, we, he's, a, he's a Christian like me. And mm-hmm. um, there's a lot in common. Not, uh, you know, he, he runs with a crew that I, I really like. I don't always like the music, but I mm-hmm. like them. And I, and I, I love my brother Ray. Um, so I'm always going to support what he's going to do. And sure. so they came around doing the Friends and Family Tour. They were in Urban Plaza. I took my partner. It was a great show. And Andy started playing uh, or talking about really his, his, his awakening when it came to his anxieties. Like, he never yes. thought he had anxiety until now, where he was, like, showing all the signs of having depression and anxiety. It was a very powerful moment in the concert. Then he goes into this song that came out of this feelings, and it was called mm-hmm. I Ain't Done. So I heard, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. heard I Ain't Done about mm-hmm. a year back, live yeah. in concert. And when yeah. I heard it, I knew then this was a special song, because yeah. my reaction was it hit me in a way that was inspiring but also scary because I related to it so well and not only Mm. did I feel that way when I looked at my partner at the time the song was done she was in tears yeah because it was like she suffers from a long history of depression and anxieties and Mm -hmm. and it just related to her and gave her the energy she needed to confront the days ahead of her in a more progressive, positive way. Right. Um, 
And so I was looking forward to the album. He dropped the Arrow, the EP, not so long ago. The short EP. Uh, it's going to be a four, four EP set. Seems EPs are the cool things these days. Uh, he's <laughs> doing four that will make an album. And of course, that song is on it. But the whole album in general, the whole EP, is about mental health. It, mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, and it's a very well produced album. Meaning, yeah. just production-wise, it's so slick, so smooth, so out there with different sounds. It's really you could tell they were tinkering, trying to create something that really fit the tone of what he was doing. And and lyrically, I, I'm not gonna go out there and say Andy's like a lyrical beast, but I I think he knows his audience. I think he knows his his message, and it works yeah. well with that. He he does have some trap influences. Um, mm-hmm. Which is fine. I think he uses it well. It's not too much. It's not too little. Um, and I think lyrically, it's not there to blow you away. Lyrically, is there for you to digest it and really. Mm-hmm. He simplified his messaging, what could be more impactful. And man, right. that album is is on my heavy rotation every day. Especially that song, I Ain't yeah. Done, has definitely. Um, helped me just get through the days, and I I would mm-hmm. say I would admit that I hear this song multiple times a day. Yeah, just to avoid some of the, or just to get through the day. So I wanted mm-hmm. to bring that up because music, especially hip hop music, has a, has a way could be a powerful outlet, and and just in terms of people how they cope, music is a big mm-hmm. cope cope. Yes. Medium the coping mechanism. So yeah, I wanted to put out that people definitely check out the Arrow from Andy Minio. Not only because it's good; it's good to hear it even if you're not don't have anxiety or depression. Right. It's just good yeah. for that. But if you <laughs> suffer with that and you can't, I think he just pens it in a way and created an anthem for it. That is that's really important and and for me on a personal, I needed it and yeah. um, someone to. I'm articulate, but I'm not articulate when it comes to myself. <laughs> um, and he was able to do that. Have you had a, a, a chance to listen to the album? Oh, oh yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, I totally agree. I mean, it's it's super powerful. I definitely the first time listening, uh, I was just like, I don't know what this first song is on here. I'm gonna have to pull out my bag and take out my iPod to to, to read this t- title. But this is gonna make me darn near cry on this public bus and i don't need to do that right now keep it together keep it together keep <laughs> he, it together he got me he got me <laughs> you know, a family photo he got me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah fair <laughs> so uh it's a incredible you know piece of work it's you know great to really hear a guy who you know, for me, I definitely always saw it as being someone who who had some depth, who had something to talk about. Um, but I didn't think he was going to tackle these subjects in these ways. I didn't expect to walk away with this with the feelings that I walked away with. You know, at the end of it. Um, you know, especially after coming off of the the bird magic. Yeah, wordplay and and Benio and wordplay. Yeah, um, I was like, okay, this is this was unexpected, but I think it's incredible. I think he's super smart, and yeah, I don't, it's not like there's a there's some sections 
you know, it's not like he's going on in verses with like 15 different flips of words and has a billion words in one sentence type of thing. But you don't need that. Um, it's the same sort of thing that I felt when listening to um, to the Book of Ryan. You know, I feel like these are, yeah, you turn down the lyrical ferocity and you're not trying to sound like you're trying to tear heads off because you're not. What you're really trying to do is share and express a feeling and an idea and an understanding. And they, he knocked it out the park. <laughs> like there's, there's not much else I can really add to that. It's it was super well done. And for me, you know, I have I have less of the issues of anxiety, but I definitely have my fights with depression um, and just the the sapping of the energy um, and the sapping of the motivation, you know, and even the, the questions of self and belief in self and value of self, you know? Uh, so those records, that project is just, it's great. Yeah. You if, know? Yeah. If, if anybody has any songs or projects that fit that narrative, let, let us know. Crush a lot yeah. podcast cheese on Twitter. So we love they on all social media, crush a lot podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and also over on our Gmail. We want to know. And, uh, we, you know, I, we're also proponents of go and make yourself self care is very important Absolutely. and Absolutely. knowing your resources and having a good team around you that doesn't enable you but really gives you the space to feel things and not calling you crazy because you don't do mm-hmm. things like listen Kanye has some issues <laughs> I don't yeah. agree with him on many things but I have compassion for the dude um, and I, I actually Absolutely. find him very one thing I do respect about him is, is his ability to say hey yeah this is what I'm going through and, 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 and not embarrassed about it and celebrating I mean his album is, really is like a celebration of of this is how I am I deal yeah. with this and I'm gonna push through it I'm gonna be creative and I know it puts me out of bounds I know it puts me wherever but I'm still gonna live my life it, and, mm. and that's that underneath message is 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 refreshing and I think that a lot of people can relate to that and I'm not gonna agree with a lot of it his political things but in just in terms and i don't need to to enjoy him i don't need to to talk to him you know I, i'm not that type of person that like you with my views or not i'm not i'm not there I, i'm not yeah. that person mm-hmm. um i can sit with people who have different views with me and still consider them a friend um yeah. it, it'll be hard it'll be hard mm-hmm. but, yeah there you go specifically with certain views you know yeah but, but that doesn't mean you can't appreciate whoever, any person that's delivering some bit of truth, you can appreciate the truth, you know, because it's not about who delivers you the truth. It's about the truth and whether or not you will receive it. Correct. So, so that's our little episode. We didn't talk about much, really. <laughs> uh, but, we, you know, we wanted to share our, our story with mental health and where hip-hop should be going with it. But also, you know, it's okay to act your artists and show some support or search. everyone goes through it and just keep that in mind before we go tweeting things without knowing people's lives and stop mm-hmm. seeing celebrities as we like they owe us something they don't they give us music right. and and just like we give you this cast but i don't and honestly i don't owe you anything um, mm-hmm. i mean you can come at me that's fine but it's, i just feel like 
that I think compassion will win, and I think that is the route we take. Um, at least we think that's what's best for the for the world. And Donald Trump needs a lot of it. Um, also, uh, rest in peace, Drake. Um, we didn't talk about it much, and we're not gonna, yeah. we're not gonna maybe we'll talk about it in the future. But he yeah. he died apparently um, yep. in a in a in a murder. Uh, a hitman got him, and yes. uh, so clearly a work of a professional. Definitely, a, and signs. he might have some mental health issues for after, the next, this. after this. Um, mm-hmm. But let's keep it as rap beef. Let's not do more than that. Though I don't think we're gonna get anything more, unfortunately. Um, yeah. yeah, that's where we are. Check us out. Crush it out podcast. Gmail. Crush it out podcast podcast everywhere. Subscribe. iTunes. Stitcher. Radio. SoundCloud. Hola. Google Play. Podbean, all that good stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Take care of each other. Make yourself Please. a priority. Compassion, all that good stuff. Shout out to Kalina out of Miami. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.